Ah, the first power rankings of the new season. Nature is healing. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. God, I miss these. Grassy. And today, we are going to be jumping into the top 10 power rankings heading into week one of the 2021-2022 NFL season. It's finally here. <sighs> And it's glorious. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, on the Patreon side of things, we have Kyle Shagnon. We have Jarrett. We have Nate Tyler. We have Brenton Malden. We have Andrew Ledbetter. A big shout out and thank you to you all. And over on the YouTube member side of things, we have Jim Sar and we have Janice Cobain. A big shout out and thank you to you all. So if you haven't been part of the posse for very long, you might not know what this is. But I feel like the title is pretty straightforward. Basically, I say, hey, here are the top 10 teams. Argue with me. I mean, you don't have to. You could just write like, oh, yeah, Tom, I agree. Your hair looks nice today. You could say nice things in the comments. I mean, I'd prefer that instead of the usual death threats. And I know we did one of these right after the draft. And so it's been ample amounts of time until we're here at week one. And lots of things have changed. Injuries have occurred. Holdouts are occurring. Hall of Fame quarterbacks have returned. And so, let's jump into it. Starting off with number 10, you got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, their defense is what allows them to be this high on the list. Because that defense, though they lost a few pieces, is still going to be something fierce. Najee Harris could be real good is expected to have a damn good season. Ben Roethlisberger had a nice showing in the preseason, but does he still have it? Because in that wild card game, it didn't look like it. And I know that a lot of the talk is about the offensive line, and I think rightfully so, but I don't think it's as bad as people are stating. And if that offensive line is able to protect Big Ben, they got the receivers, they got potentially their running back, they could be really good. Now, a wrench that is thrown into those plans are a couple things. One, they're in a very hyper-competitive division with the Ravens and the Browns. The Bengals are just there. Kitty goes meow. But two, the news coming out that TJ Watt is holding out until he gets that sweet, sweet, sweet new contract. And that could be problematic. And so if TJ Watt decides to, hey, let's play chicken and see how long this goes... What I'll say about it is I hope it goes until week five because the Packers are playing week four and Dave Bakhtiari's out. So if TJ Watt wasn't there, that'd actually be really helpful for me. So TJ, like if you need me to Venmo you like a couple bucks, like I can throw like 25 bucks to you. Like that, that'd be pretty cool. That could pay for like maybe three gallons of gas. So I'm, I'm just saying, bud, like, you know, I'll help you out. You scratch my back. I scratch yours, you know, the whole nine. So, I mean, we can make this happen. I do think the Steelers will wind up working something out with TJ Watt, but there is some uncertainty with the offensive line with Big Ben. And because of that, they're near the bottom of this list, but they are still in the top 10. Number nine, you got the San Francisco 49ers. Now, the 49ers could catapult up this list 
very, very quickly. And I know that there is some question marks of what's going on with QB. You know, you got a Jimmy G who's going to start out the season. Trey Lance waiting in the wings. Who knows how long that dynamic is going to remain constant before Trey Lance takes over. But even with Jimmy G under center, their offensive line, really damn good. Their defense, back to full strength, really damn good. That pass rush is going to cause people fits. On top of that, they got a dynamic run game. George Kittle is back. I think the 49ers are posed to be one of the best teams in the NFC and the NFL this year if they're able to stay healthy. And that's with Jimmy Garoppolo as their QB. I think the sky really is the limit. Now, they are in a very competitive NFC West in which you have potentially four playoff contending teams. So the 49ers is not going to be an easy ride. But if they're able to pick up where they left off a couple years ago, yeah, they're going to be really good this year. Number eight, you got the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens, I originally had them a little bit higher, and I still think they're going to be a good team. Their defense, very underrated, very good. Offense, Lamar Jackson didn't really have too many people to throw to, and so they're like, hey, let's, let's get this guy some people to throw to. Now you got some receivers. Mark Andrews just got a four-year extension and got thrown $54 million. He's going to have a big season most likely this year. I was all aboard the J.K. Dobbins train, and unfortunately, he is now out for the season. They just had Justice Hill out for the season. And so it's all going to fall onto the shoulders of Gus Edwards. I do think that he's going to be able to pick up that role, Gus the bus. I think Lamar Jackson is going to have a better year than he did last year. Not that he had a bad year, but, you know, that passer rating wasn't so great and the passing yards really weren't so good. But I do think the Ravens are going to have to adapt. They are built on that power running game. And if Gus Edwards can shoulder that, I think they could go really far in the playoffs. Number seven, you got my dark horse team of the year. You got the LA Chargers. I, I'm just loving everything I'm seeing from the Chargers. Austin Eckler, yes. Finally getting a defensive-minded coach, yes. Derwin James, back healthy, fantastic. Bosa, looking good. The defense should be better than it has been. Justin Herbert, the rookie of the year last year. Phenomenal. He's looking to have a good sophomore season. He's still got Keenan Allen over there. That offensive line, you got Brian Bulaga, Iowa. You got one of the best, if not the best centers in the league in Corey Lindsley. Yeah, the Chargers are poised and posed to go real far. And I know that everyone hypes up the Chargers every single year. And by everyone, I mean like the six Chargers fans that are out there. But I got to say, if they're able to stay healthy, they're going to be damn good this year. The offense should be nearly unstoppable. And on top of that, the defense, as long as they're not blowing games and allowing teams to score 32 points, they should be pretty damn good. And so because of that, the Chargers are just outside my top five. But if they're able to contend with the Chiefs, yeah, they might even win the division. Number six, you got the Cleveland Browns, man. Cleveland, look at us. Look at how far we've come. From a few years ago, getting free Bud Light for getting a win in the first time in like two years, to now being potential favorites to winning your division. It's crazy. How did they do it? Really good drafts. Really, really good drafts. Just building it up. That defense got even better during the draft. Newsom, JOK, nuts. 
secondary should be looking pretty good. Pass rush, got Miles Garrett on it. Still solid. Offense, Baker Mayfield. I think he's going to have a real, real good year. The story really is going to be not OBJ's health. He'll play for like three games. The real story is going to be that run game. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, tearing up the league last year. They'll be looking to do a bit more of the same. I think that they are one of the most balanced teams in football. If those receivers can stay healthy and their backfield can stay healthy, that offense is going to be real, real difficult to stop. In fact, I had the Packers losing to the Browns when they meet on Christmas Day. If that defense is able to make sure that you know backup quarterbacks don't run on them and beat them, they'll be good. The defense is a little bit of the weak link, but it was addressed in the draft. And will it be enough to get them over the hump? We'll see. Then getting to the top five, you have number five, Matthew Stafford and the LA Rams. I've been singing the Rams praises all offseason. I think Matthew Stafford puts them over the hump. Obviously, Cam Akers' injury definitely calms things down a little bit, but they got some great receivers in Robert Woods. They have Cooper Cup. And again, I think Matthew Stafford is going to elevate that team far beyond what they were capable of before, potentially getting over that Super Bowl hump. And on top of that, that defense should still be ridiculously good. They are absolutely loaded with talent. So I will say the Rams probably going to be one of the best NFC teams this year have a possibility of getting the one seed. They are in a very competitive division, but if the Rams are able to keep that defense and able to push that offense a little bit more, yeah, they're going to go real, real far. Number four, you got the Buffalo Bills. Oh, Bills, 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 Bills. Josh Allen. Woo! A man on fire. Run game, man. We'll, 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 we'll see about that. And... You know, Cole Beasley, you know, that's that's a thing, too. If he doesn't infect your whole team, you'll be good. But listen, Stephon Diggs tore up the league last year. That defense eh, lost a little bit of his luster. But addressed it during the draft. That pass rush should be better. Secondary is already real, real good. Yeah, Josh Allen and the Bills, they are favorited in the AFC. They're right up there with the Chiefs. And I think that when these two Titans meet, it's going to be one hell of a game. Kind of a dud in the AFC Championship game. But the Bills, with that high-powered offense and a resurging defense, there's a reason why a lot of fans in Buffalo think they're going to the Super Bowl. Number three, you got the Green Bay mother-loving Packers. Aaron Rodgers has returned, and all is well. I mean, not all is well. David Bakhtiari on the PUP list for the first six weeks is not great. It's not ideal. But everything else is pretty well. That defense under Joe Barry, I'm looking at them taking the next step. Should be real, real good. Got TJ Slayton along that line. Hopefully gives Kenny Clark some assistance. Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, Zadarius Smith. Pass rush coming at you. Inside linebacker, yeah, there, there's some work there. There's some, there's some young talent there. But Chris Barnes is looking to be pretty good. Oh, and then what's that? One of the best secondaries in the league? Yeah, Jair Alexander holding it down a corner. We don't need to talk about Kevin King. Holding it down. Safeties. Amos. Boom. Amazing. Savage. Boom. Amazing. And then you look at the offense. The number one scoring offense last year. Missing Jamal Williams and Corey Lindsley. Replaced A.J. Dillon. Josh Myers. If Josh Myers is able to hold, they're going to be good. They're going to be real good. They should be a top three offense once again. They got Amari Rodgers. They got Randall Cobb. 
I mean, this team should be just as good, if not better, than they were last season. That offensive line's able to hold up for the first six weeks. Yeah. They'll be playing deep into January and hopefully February. Hopefully. Number two, you got the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are a good football team. They're, they're just really damn good. Could they go to the Super Bowl for the third time in a row? Very, very possible. They are still the team to beat in the AFC. They made that offensive line a whole lot better than it was in the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes is still making a kajillion dollars as long as he doesn't hurt himself when diving into the pool of gold that he has into his house, at least I'm assuming. They'll be good. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire coming into his second year, I'm assuming is going to be more active. The defense... A bit of an underrated defense. Not amazing, but underrated enough to get the job done. And listen, when you're scoring like 35 points a freaking fracking game, your defense doesn't need to be that good. They're going to have a really strong test against the Cleveland Browns week one. So this would be a good litmus test for both of these teams to see how good they are. And all I know is I'm real excited for that State Farm Bowl. Regular season and maybe in the Super Bowl. And number one... You got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They brought all their guys back. They brought them all back. And they and they won a Super Bowl. What am I supposed to do with that? They, they didn't lose anybody. They, they re-signed them all. They said, yeah, come on. It's fine. Let's go get another ring. Can they do it? Absolutely, they can. That defense is just scary. Nightmarish, if you will. All we talk about is, when is Tom Brady going to decline? It hasn't happened yet. Beginning of the season, not so great. After that bye week, though, they never lost another game. I think they will uh, still be contenders this year. Should win their division. And good God, I really hope that we're able to beat them in the playoffs. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel about these rankings? Do you think other teams should be on here? Do you think, for example, the Seahawks should be on here? What about the Cardinals? Basically, all the NFC West teams should be on here. Maybe a dark horse like the Raiders. Probably not, but... You know, but let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy, all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash County and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go!